everyone, what's going on? It's your girl Ty here, which stands for Together Individual Entertainment, T-I-E. Alright, today's story is still Belle's Discovery, and we're going to get to Chapter 3 of Belle's Discovery, which is A Revolution, A Race, and a Rescue. So let's get into it. The next day at school flew by. Belle's conversation with her father had filled her with confidence and determination. She took her doll back to school and ignored the stares from Sylvie and the triplets. Belle was ready to find friends who would understand her and like her just the way she was. When class was over, Belle looked around the schoolyard to see who she could get to know better. She saw Nicholas and his older sister, Marion, talking excitedly. Belle loved how they always seemed excited about something. As she got closer, she heard them mention the country's capital. Did I hear you say Paris? she asked. Belle loved to think about the world outside her village. Have you heard the world revolution? Nicholas asked. Of course she hasn't, Nicholas. Marion said. Actually, I have. My papa told me about it, Belle said. It's when people are unhappy about something and want to change the way things are. Marion looked impressed. We're starting a revolution of our own. Will you join us? she asked. Belle was thrilled. She had found people who wanted to talk about big ideas. What are you revelating against? Revelating? Ha! She called you bolting. Marion laughed at Nicholas. Nicholas ignored her. We're starting with Gustav's candy shop, he cried, raising a fist in the air. The candy shop, Belle, was confused. She didn't think the people in Paris were fighting about candy. That was not my idea, Nicholas, Marion said. Our revolution isn't about candy. It's about the toy shop. Belle wasn't in short. These were the big ideas she had in mind. She slipped away, leaving Nicholas and Marion to argue. Belle spotted Thomas, Juliet, and some other classmates racing around the schoolyard. At least no one was fighting over there. What are you doing, Belle asked Julia. We're blind racing, Julia answered. The races were wearing blindfolds and running at the top speed. As Belle watched them, she wished she had a blindfold too. So she didn't have to see anyone get hurt. On the one, on the way into the finish line, one of the racers crashed into the tree and another made the wrong turn and ran toward the school. Thomas was the only one who finished the race without injury. I'm in the next round, Juliet grinned at Belle. Do you want to try? Belle noticed that Juliet's arms and legs were covered with scrapes and bruises. Maybe next time, Belle said. Scraping up her knee was not her idea of fun. Belle turned around to face the schoolyard once again. She wanted to find someone she had at least one thing in common with. She spied on Morden, who was sitting alone under a tree, plucking grass, and he looked lost in thought. Perfect. Anyone who would get lost in thought had something in common with Belle. She hurried over and plopped, down on the ground beside him. Bonjour, Morden. Morden glanced up from the grass. Bonjour, Belle. I hope I'm not interrupting anything. I was just over with Nicholas and, Juli and then Juliet. And those racers and everyone likes such different things, don't they? Belle ran her hands through the grass. This did seem like a lovely thinking spot. I don't mean to be rude, but you are interrupting my thinking, Morton said. Belle didn't know what to say. I thought we could talk about ideas or something. 
or just think quietly. I do better thinking on my own, don't you? Morton asked. His eyes were kind enough, but he clearly did not want company. Perhaps I do enjoy your thinking. Belle stood up. Across the schoolyard, she saw Sylvie and the triplets gathered on a bench, brushing their doll's hair. Belle sighed. Didn't she have anything in common with anyone? On her way home, Belle passed over the tavern, the bakery, and the butcher shop. She barely noticed the people strolling by, busy with their er errands. <clears throat> Belle was busy, too. She was busy thinking about why she felt so alone. The feeling had been bothering her for a while. It seemed like everyone Belle knew had something to do that didn't include her. Papa had his invention, Sylvie had, and the triplets had their dolls, Nicholas and Marion had their arguments, Julia and Thomas had their races. Belle didn't know where she fit in. She had her daydreams and her fairy doll, but they only led to teasing. There had to be someone to play with. An awful animal shriek tore Belle away from her thoughts. She looked in the direction of the noise to see some classmates teasing a cat. Thomas was among them. They had surrounded the animal in an alley next to the abandoned bookshop. One of the girls was trying to tie a blindfold around the cat. Belle ran over to them. What are you doing? she asked. The poor cat looked pitiful. He said several bald spots in his fur. One eye was clouded over. As he hissed, Belle saw that a few of his teeth were missing. Belle, Thomas shouted, this cat is so ugly it reminds me of someone. Say, where is that doll of yours? Thomas' friend roared with laughter. That cat continued hissing. There's nothing wrong with being ugly. Thomas Button, there is something wrong with being cruel. Belle reached her hand out to the cat. He turned and ran toward the abandoned bookshop, disappearing through the basement window. I suppose you're going to rescue it now, Thomas chuckled. Go on, then. It's only a haunted bookshop. Belle stared at the bookshop entrance. A sign hung overhead. She could just make out the image of a book. Wasn't the shop really haunted? It didn't matter. The cat might need help. Belle could give him a home, and he could be a, her friend. I'm not afraid of ghosts, Belle said, sounding more confident than she felt. She approached the bookshop. Belle, I was only teasing. You don't have to go in there, Thomas yelled. He sounded scared, but now that she was at the entrance, Belle felt as if going into the bookshop was something she needed to do. She gripped the large handle and opened the door. So that was chapter three of Belle's Discovery. I hope all of you enjoyed that chapter, and I cannot wait to get into chapter four next time. In the meantime, this is Ty saying happy 30th anniversary of Beauty and the Beast, and happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Bye!